Podcast number 48, Perfect, by Ed Sheeran. As I mentioned in previous podcasts, we analyze music to discover the techniques, construction, and overall architecture that goes into creating a work of art. Starting with the overall form, we will move through each section, rhythm, harmony, melody, and instrumentation. Ed Sheeran is an incredibly gifted composer and performer whose songs for himself and countless others have created a body of work that is at the highest level. This song, Perfect, offers us a great example to study and learn, to grow as a composer and musician. First, let's look at the overall architecture. It's in the key of A-flat major in 12-8 time. There is an intro, but it's only one chord. Then we have verse 1, a pre-chorus, a chorus with a two-bar chord interjection, verse 2, a pre-chorus, chorus, a guitar solo, a chorus, and a coda. Before we work our way deeper and deeper into this song, let's look at some overall components. First of all, it's in the key of A-flat major. The chords in the key of A-flat major are the one chord is A-flat, the two chord is B-flat minor, the three chord is C minor, the four chord is D-flat, the five chord is E-flat, the sixth chord is F minor, and the seventh chord is G half diminished. The entire work is based on the following four chord progression. One chord A flat, six chord F minor seven, four chord D flat suspended second, five chord E flat. The 1-6-4-5-1 progression is one of the most commonly used in popular music. For any songwriter, it's very important to remember any and all progressions are in the public domain. For example, 1, 5, 6, and 4 in any key is used extensively today. Chords and progressions cannot be copyrighted. If you see a background progression you like, you can use it as is or altered more or less, chords added or removed, beat and tempo change, new chord rhythms, etc. Throughout music history, modeling, not plagiarizing, has been used freely in all genres of music. In this instant, Ed Sheeran substitutes F minor 7th for the F minor. F minor. F minor 7. This is an extension. See Podcast 20 for more on this subject. This adds a shaded color to the basic triad. The D-flat suspended second is created by replacing the third of the chord with the second from the root. This creates a suspension, for the third of the chord tells us whether it's major or minor. I will now play D-flat major and then D-flat suspended second. D-flat major. D-flat, suspended, second. 
by altering a chord's primary color by shading it with other notes, thereby creating more emotion, ambiguity, dissonance, or pull, depending on the notes added or the alteration of the chord. The second overall component to look at now is the time signature. It is 12-8. In 12-8 time, there are 12-8 notes in every measure grouped into groups of three called triplets. This is subdivided into four groups of three notes each. It is commonly counted in four. Imagine four, four time, four beats per measure, three notes per beat. Let's listen. One, two, three, four. Okay, now we're ready for the song, the introduction. So this song really does not have an introduction. It has one chord. The song starts right in with a sustained keyboard A-flat chord. Then the voice enters with the first phrase, I found the love. This is a pickup to the entrance of the verse. As we go through the analysis, please listen to the original recording. I do not want to break any copyright laws. I will play certain examples, though. Verse 1, the harmony. The harmony features the four chord progression, A flat, F minor 7, D flat, suspended 2nd, and E flat, played one chord per measure. The background is sparse, only the sustained keyboard chord, and the guitar playing the four sets of triplets. We hear how the first verse is very subdued. The melody of the first verse contains eight phrases. Each phrase enters as a pickup to the chord, as we have seen with the introduction. The chords are symmetrical as they enter on the first beat of each measure. The phrases enter before each chord change. The phrases are relatively short, rising and falling with a mixture of chord and non-chord tones. See Podcast 21. This creates a flow of color. So the first phrase, I found the love, started at the end of the introduction, that one chord, just before the beat starts. Now the second phrase, for me. You will notice there are seven notes, but only two syllables, featuring what is known as a melisma. This is a group of notes sung to one syllable of text. This technique is used freely throughout the work. The rest between the phrases lets the music breathe and gives added weight to the lyrics. Remember, silence is as important as the notes in music. So now, the third phrase, darling, just dive right in. The fourth phrase, and follow my lead. And then, as I said, there's a pause. Then, well, I found a girl, another pause, beautiful and sweet. The only exception is the last phrase, the eighth phrase. Oh, I never knew you were the someone waiting for me. This is much longer than the previous phrases. This adds intensity and pull to the entrance of the next section, the pre-chorus. This is sometimes referred to as rush to goal. You are creating momentum to the next section. The pre-chorus. At the end of the verse, the music stops, highlighting the phrase, because we were just kids when we. This phrase introduces the pre-chorus with a pickup, the same way I found the love introduced the verse. This creates continuity. 
The harmony of the pre-chorus is the same as before. However, there is a slight change. In the fourth measure, instead of a whole measure of E-flat for four beats, we now hear A-flat for two beats and then E-flat for two beats. The next four measures follows the pattern of the verse exactly. In fact, the verse was eight measures and the pre-chorus is eight measures. The background, however, now is intensified with the addition of a bass line and finger snaps. Drummers and bass players use this beat quite a bit in slow songs. The snaps are on the second and fourth beat, which is the one the drummers use the most in modern songs. We notice how the music now is building, gaining momentum through dynamics and instrumentation. The melody of the pre-chorus is constructed a little differently than before. In the first four measures, there are three phrases longer than before. The first phrase, cause we were just kids when we fell in love, does start similarly to the opening of the other section in that it is a pickup entering at the end of the verse and then continuing into the pre-chorus. It starts on a high E flat grabbing our attention immediately and more melismas on fell in love. Phrase two is not knowing what it was. For the first time a measure is repeated this is almost an exact repetition of the preceding when we fell in love. There is something very important I'd like to bring out here. When we hear the first phrase, the notes are C, B-flat, C, B-flat, C, B-flat, A-flat. That is for the lyrics when we fell in love against the A-flat chord. Against the A-flat chord, the C is the third, the B-flat is the second, and the A-flat is the first. But, when those same notes are played against the F minor 7th chord, the C becomes the 5th of the chord, the B flat the 4th, and the A flat the 3rd. Let's listen to the change of color. I will play both examples slowly so we can hear the change. We see how the same notes change emotion and color as the background is altered. Repetition is vital to make any piece of music memorable and relatable to the listener. So just to recap for a second, the end of the first phrase, fell in love, those notes are used again for the end of the second phrase, what it was. The beginning of the second phrase is three notes, C, B-flat, A-flat, and then up to a C. The third phrase, I will not give you up this time, starts the same way, C, B-flat, A-flat, but it moves up to a D-flat. Phrase three, I will not give you up this time. It starts off the same as the previous ones, but now new material is introduced and it is twice as long. The second half of the pre-chorus is essentially a repeat with variation of the first half.
the variation occurs at the last phrase when we hear, and in your eyes, you're holding mine. At the very end of in mine, the notes move up. And then the music stops again. So as we've seen before, the music stops. We hear the lyrics, baby, baby, um, eight notes for three syllables, an unaccompanied pickup leading us into the chorus. In fact, everything we've heard so far has been building to this point. The chorus is eight measures long plus a two-bar extension. As the chorus enters, new elements are introduced. The organ, pad, guitar, and bass snaps are now joined by strings and a more active bass line. The chord rhythm, for the first time, is altered. Each chord now is held for two beats each instead of four. Also, they are in a different order. We have F minor 7th, D flat, suspended 4th, A flat, and E flat. So you see, they are the same chords, but they've been reordered with a new rhythm. When you change the chord rhythm from four beats each to two beats each, you're intensifying the momentum. It becomes more urgent. Time seems to move faster. If you were to do the reverse, let's say make one chord for four measures, you are actually slowing time down. Let's listen to this new chord rhythm. This pattern is kept throughout the first eight measures of the chorus. This technique is very common in modern songs for it creates something new out of something already familiar. Remember, if you Google chords and lyrics to any song you want, you get a free document to print outlining form, lyrics, and chords, not melody, so as not to break any copyrights. This is an invaluable tool for any songwriter. The melody of the chorus. The chorus features eight phrases. What is truly notable is that all eight phrases are different. Some, as we shall see, are variations of previous ones, but still they are different. This is very innovative in that most choruses are made to be a hypnotic hook, becoming an earworm, so to speak, embedded in the listener's mind through repetition of one or two phrases, including the title. Here we have the opposite, a perfect example of Ed Sheeran's creative abilities. Phrase one. Baby um, three syllables, eight notes. Phrase two, dancing in the dark, starts on that high A flat. Phrase three, with you between my arms. Phrase four, barefoot on the grass. This is similar to phrase two, but altered. Phrase five, we're listening to our favorite song. This starts off similar to phrase three with the perfect fifth interval. This is important, for in this song and many other songs, the motion is stepwise. So when you see a larger interval such as this, a fifth or a fourth or a sixth or an octave, you know that the composer wants that lyric on the upper interval to be stressed. They want to highlight this lyric. In an earlier podcast on lyrics and intervals, I give examples from songs how certain interval jumps make a phrase memorable, or even a whole song. Think of Somewhere Over the Rainbow that starts with that octave jump. As soon as you hear it, you know. The interval of the perfect fifth denotes strength. 
Phrase six, when you said you looked a mess. This is similar to phrases two and four, but again with variation. Phrase seven, I whispered underneath my breath, but you heard it. This phrase, a little longer, surrounds the note C. This phrase is important because it introduces the eighth phrase, the most important containing the title. This last phrase, darling, you look perfect tonight. Here now, this phrase contains the title, perfect. We have seen how from the verse to the pre-chorus into the chorus, everything building with dynamics and rhythm. The chorus has a two-bar extension. Ed Sheeran uses this technique in other songs. An instrumental break introducing something new. This one is two measures long. The first measure is four chords, one beat each, featuring the triplet outlining the chords A-flat, E-flat, F-minor 7th, and C-minor 7th with an E-flat bass. The second measure of this extension features a D-flat chord for two beats and then an E-flat chord for one beat and then a one-beat rest. During the rest, Ed sings, Well, I found a, which returns us to the second verse, then the pre-chorus, the chorus again, a four-measure guitar solo, the chorus, and then the coda. In the coda, we hear the lyrics, and she looks perfect. Then this is extended to, I don't deserve this, you look perfect tonight. Then one more time, we hear the instrumental interlude, which brings us to an A-flat chord and the conclusion. As we have seen through this analysis, Ed Sheeran has created a perfect example of what modern songwriting is all about, mixing tried and true forms and techniques along with innovative dynamics, rhythms, harmonies, and melodic construction. The lyrical construction is also truly unique in that most songs tell their story in the verses as the pre-chorus and chorus retain the same lyrics. Here in the pre-chorus, we see the lyrics developed in similar fashion to the way he develops his musical phrases and ideas. By reinforcing the same sentiments with new lyrics, for example, in the first pre-chorus, we hear, Darling, just kiss me slow. Then in the second pre-chorus, we hear, Darling, just hold my hand. The way Ed creates lyrical phrases matches his command of melodic construction. I hope the techniques outlined in this analysis will be helpful in your compositions. If you would like to see more information on these techniques, please check out my book, The Songwriter's Guide to Melodies, available on Amazon. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Joe.